Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I truly hope you enjoy this episode. If you're interested in listening to the best podcast on the entire planet, stay tuned because it's only going to get bigger and better from here. And before we get into this episode, here's a brief word from our sponsor. How's it going, guys? It's your boy, Tim Poole, back at it with another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you're watching this on YouTube for some reason, you were fortunate enough to not have the one sponsor that I had at the beginning, but if you're on Anchor, you're probably able to skip through it. If you're a returning listener, you know that it's only like a minute and a half long, so So it's been a few days. Quite a few uh, fun things have happened. Actually, nothing really has fun fun has happened in the realm of current events and world news and politics and stuff like that, but a couple of interesting things have happened and things that I can talk about that will get me clicks on my podcast. So first thing that I wanted to talk about, it's kind of already fallen out of the media cycle, but I'm going to cover it anyways because it's something that I was following, that I was interested in, and that I'm happy, honestly, to see be finished, and that's the, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. So obviously, a few days ago, Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on all 80,000 charges he was charged with, which is good news. Obviously, I've wasted my opinion on this. Anybody who's logical and values freedom and doesn't like criminals and values individuals as Americans and their right to defend themselves against harm, then you probably were happy with the verdict. I know a couple people, more than a couple people, unfortunately, uh, close friends and family that I respect. And I still respect just because just because they don't agree with my opinion, just because they're upset that Kyle Rittenhouse got off and acquitted of killing two felons and shooting a third one, one that was a person that anally raped kids and the other one was a a woman beater. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Everyone makes mistakes. (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't care that I don't go to the, I didn't go to Thanksgiving and be like, all right, grandpa, what did you think about the Rittenhouse case? And then start throwing drumsticks at him and throwing stuffing at him and shoving his face into the mashed potatoes and gravy. I don't give a shit if you, your opinion on it. Uh, I just know that the most logical, sane, and rational person was happy with that verdict. And the people, the, the citizens of Kenosha should also be grateful. Because if you saw, there were no riots in Kenosha after... The Rittenhouse case, probably because they knew, oh, if we go riot and we destroy and burn down the auto zone and steal all the rims and steal all the Jordans and steal all the fucking PS5s from the GameStop and, you know, trash the target and take away probably 50 to 100 jobs in that community, just one store alone, we might face consequences because it happened last summer. A bunch of people came, were starting dumpsters, dumpster fires, they were they were clashing with counter-protesters. They were destroying and looting the city. You know, it's happened time and time again. It's been happening a lot more recently, especially in California. I don't know if you guys saw that video of like 80 people raiding, I think it was a Nordstrom at the mall and just stealing and just leaving because in LA, I think they, they made it to where you cannot get arrested for stealing as long as it doesn't exceed $900 or something like that. And like, there's a lot of pretty valuable things you could get for $900. Um, But whatever. LA and uh, California is going to do what California is going to do. But 
I did see a funny article. It was a uh, ah, so it was from the the Hill. So the Hill, the Hill had this article in response to the to the Rittenhouse um, outcome, and so so it was just an article covering the people that were protesting and denouncing his acquittal. And there was actually some like quote unquote civil rights leader or something that that was interviewed for this article and he said uh here's the quote that I wrote down he said it is wrong in a land of laws for any individual to shoot 3 people and kill 2 of them in a peaceful protest where people are exercising their first amendment right of freedom of speech and the right to public protest in peace so the guy used peace and peaceful in a sentence in regards to the Kenosha protests where multiple people were attacked including Kyle Rittenhouse he was attacked multiple times, hit multiple times with a skateboard. I don't know if any of you guys have ever gotten hit by a skateboard, but it hurts, and uh, it's a solid object. There are multiple layers of wood if you have a, a, a quality skateboard, and that thing could kill someone. If Kyle didn't have that gun, he probably would have gotten bludgeoned to death by that skateboard. It's, 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 not, it's, not, a, it's not a balloon sword. That's, that's a weapon. He was assaulted by someone with a weapon, and that guy got his arm shut off. And that's what he gets. But this guy had the audacity to say that it was peaceful when there were people being attacked. There were stores being destroyed, homes being destroyed, streets being destroyed, businesses being rioted and looted and safes being broken into and life savings for from decades of, of uh, you know, investing in a small business were destroyed in, in one night. And this guy has the audacity to paint. It's so weird to me that, you know... It's it's pretty low hanging fruit to shit on MSNBC, uh, and CNN and and Fox, but when you have kind of smaller, more independent, I guess smaller, I guess you can call it a it's it's like a hybrid. It's kind of in the middle uh, between being an independent news site and being a lamestream site. But some someone like The Hill that's going to push that's going to continue to push this narrative that. He shot peaceful protesters, that he just came in, he crossed, you've, we've heard all the myths, we've heard all the lies that were debunked, that the average person doesn't actually know. The facts, the fact of the matter is, Kyle Rittenhouse did not chase after anybody, he did not shoot black people, there are people that think that he shot black people, Kyle Rittenhouse did not, he didn't cross state lines with an illegal gun, he didn't just show up to play cop or whatever, he, he had... He his I believe his mom lives in Kenosha. His uncle lives in Kenosha. He has friends that live there. He worked there, and he actually had a friend who told him, "Hey, I'm getting paid by so and so to come and guard their businesses while these retards come and loot and destroy our city." So he probably went over there to see if he could do the same for someone's business or maybe the the job that he works at. But it's just it it's absolutely insane the the logical leaps that these people have to take like Mark Ruffalo did one of the like weirdest creepiest things i've ever seen in regards to i mean the dude is so brain dead when it comes so out of touch when it comes to politics i don't know why anybody follows him or listens to anything he has to say in regards to the political scene but he said some weird shit like oh this is a travesty um uh, Andrew Huber and JoJo were shot, and I was like, JoJo? Who the fuck calls him JoJo? 
Maybe he was asking, maybe he, in some sadistic manner, he was referred to uh, as Jojo when he was in prison by all the other fellow child rapists, but Jojo, he gave this fucking, he gave a dude that raped multiple kids from ages 5 to 11 some, like, endearing nickname, and it was so stupid, and I saw people on my Facebook that were like, oh, this is horrible, you know, if the person was black, and I'm like, what do you mean if the person was black? Oh, what they're insinuating is, oh, if the person was black, it would have been gunned down by the police. That's not true. Because the police were not doing anything to anybody, regardless of skin color. Because there were white, brown, black, red people, yellow people that were riding and protesting in the streets. And the police did absolutely nothing. So, if anyone is to blame, if you're, if you absolutely hate Kyle Rittenhouse, the, the people that you should be blaming are the police that let this go on. But they were probably ordered by the governor to stand down because the governor is a spineless coward. I don't know who the governor of, of Wisconsin is, but yeah, uh, that that's a that's a lazy, idiotic, stupid, honestly racist remark to go like, oh, you know, you know, we all know what would happen if they were black. There were black people that were doing dumb shit in that in that city, and the police didn't do anything to them. So literally. Your fault. What you're saying is false. It is verifiably false because the police didn't do a single thing to anybody in that city that night. So, Rittenhouse is free. I'm glad he's free. He went on Fox News and he did an interview and he even said, I'm not racist. I actually support the Black Lives Matter movement. So, it's like that's going to make some heads explode. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's, it's a funny. It's just funny to see people just blatantly lie, blatantly spread misinformation. And I hope the big news companies are sued by Kyle Rittenhouse, the ones that called him a white supremacist, the ones that called him all the all the you know, all the buzzwords that get them clicks, all the buzzwords that they love to to command their followers call everybody who votes slightly right of center. I hope he sues the fuck out of them. I hope he gets a shit ton of money like Nick Sandman did. And I hope he can retire and live his life. And maybe he can start a a gun brand or something. He can, because uh, he's got a lot of fans. He's got a lot of supporters. So we'll see what happens with him. But I'm honestly glad the case is over. I've, I just, I'm tired of hearing people's retarded opinions. They're entitled to them. But I'm just tired of people, ah, man, the, the amount of times I, I logged on to Twitter or Facebook to plug the podcast the past couple weeks. And then I saw someone like with they would type up a paragraph that nobody gives a fuck about. No one values their opinion on anything at all. They type up a paragraph filled with a bunch of lies regarding the case, regarding the trial, regarding the, the night in question. And it's like, I want to tell them that they're an idiot and the things that they're saying are verifiably false. They're willingly spreading misinformation and for some reason, Facebook is not fact-checking or putting one of those little stupid fucking warning messages that every single one of my podcasts gets now. They're not putting those there, even though there's like three, four, or five blatantly misinformed pieces of information that are not true. So, I, and I, I want to tell them like, hey, this is wrong. Um, oh, and hey, this is wrong too, and that's wrong, and you said this, this is also wrong. Maybe that could change their opinion, but I've learned my lesson. I don't have enough time. 
I have way too many projects. I just started another podcast, by the way, where I narrate scary stories. And I started another YouTube channel. So I have a shit ton of projects. I work full-time and I go to school full-time. So I don't have time to get into arguments with idiots that are so... They already have... They're, they're already so biased in their brain. They already have some preconceived notion of what the truth is. And they're at the end of the day, people are just going to lean into their bias and just become... Everyone has become echo chambers for people that are in their groups that, that align with them ideologically. So no matter what you say, you can tell them... You can tell them straight up facts and they're not going to believe or they're going to say, oh, you know, that's that's propaganda. Oh, did Tucker Carlson tell you that? Oh, did Tim Pool tell you that? Oh, did you get that from Joe Rogan? Joe uh, Ivermectin Horse Dewormer Rogan? People are people are going to believe what they're going to believe in. It's it's not up to me as a, a shitposting podcaster to make sure you're getting and consuming true news and honest news and non-fake news. So that's not my job. I don't give a fuck. Do do your own thing. I I don't care. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm glad that this trial's over though. Where this it's already really fallen into obscurity. No one really cares anymore. Yeah, we're on to the next thing. And the next big thing is the the new variant, the the moron variant from South Africa or from I don't remember where it's from. I don't really care. We knew this was coming. Why is anyone surprised? The response from the entire from from world from governments around the world it's not surprising. I mean, they're power hungry. They were able to understand that they could force people into the beginning stages of social credit scores in the form of the the vaccine passports and the stupid COVID pass and the digital pass and the the all the all the bullshit all the bullshit little nifty ways that they track you and have you check in and make sure you're still vaccinated. Which is, it's, my work makes me check into this app, and I have to press yes that I'm vaccinated every day. Why the fuck, for the for some stupid ass report that they have, why the fuck do I have to answer every day that I've been vaccinated? I've been vaccinated. It didn't change. I didn't suck it out of my arm. It's stupid. But the world governments, of course, are shutting everything down. They're imposing some insane restrictions, some ridiculous restrictions, None of which are going to slow the spread of the virus because that's not how viruses work. Viruses don't just sit in the air and then after a couple days they don't infect anything. It just disappears into thin air. That's not how it works. We've, we've understood and studied the coronavirus enough to know that it's something that's similar to the flu. It's a little bit different. There are different symptoms. It can leave different lasting damage, permanent damage to your body that the flu might not. But it's, it's, it's an airborne illness. It spreads through the air. It spreads through the vapor in your lungs. It spreads through the liquid in your nose, the mucus in your, in your, from your throat and your nostrils. And it can stay on surfaces. It can get spread through touch probably. Um, and I've said this before. I've made this point before. Humans have such a big ego that they think they're going to stop a virus. There have been countless numbers of viruses since the beginning of time. Nothing will ever stop of an airborne virus. That's not... But the only thing is, what's what's ridiculous about this is that it's not Ebola. It doesn't kill everybody that it touches. It kills a tiny percentage of people that it touch. And almost everybody that it negatively affects in a, in a life-threatening way 
has um, underlying conditions, they're obese, they're vitamin D deficient, they're vitamin C deficient, they don't get exercise, they had a serious case of pneumonia before, they had lung cancer, blah, blah, blah. You guys know all that. You, you know the spiel. I'm sure you've heard a million people tell you, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about it because I, I brought this up in every single episode. But the idea that forcing people into homes is going to benefit them by slowing down the virus, it's not going to. The only thing that can slow, there's nothing that can slow down the virus. I've said this before, the smartest thing and the best thing that we could do for everyone's mental health, their well-being, and their overall health is not to force them to stay inside. It's to have vaccines and ICU beds and nurses and doctors readily available for people that have severe coronavirus cases and let everyone else who doesn't want to wear a mask, who doesn't want to get vaccinated, doesn't want to get vaccinated, show that they're recovered from COVID or have a fucking test you have to pair them in a lot of places around where I'm living, which is fucking annoying. Also, another thing, uh, let me before I get off, I don't want to get off track, but the best thing to do is let people live their lives and have the resources, the supplies, and the manpower and the capabilities to deal and treat and help and save and protect those that need it most, which is a lot of people, but it's not everybody. So stop punishing everybody by not letting them see their friends, by not letting them get together during the holidays by not letting them go into a store without uh, having a gene therapy and in, in uh, an almost completely government-mandated gene therapy dose of vaccine in their arm and a test just to go into the store, just to sit in a restaurant, just to go to the movie theater, just to go to the to the opera house, whatever. Whatever people like doing. It's best to just let people move on and... Knowing the characteristics of the coronavirus that we that we know now, the vaccine does not prevent transmission. It doesn't prevent you from getting it. Um, it has already, what's the word? It's already mutated into multiple different variants. We had the Lambda variant. We had the Delta variant. We had the original variant. We had SARS before that. Now we have the, the Moron variant, or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't remember what it's called. They named it something scary. I think it's... It's some, like, sounds like a Greek stupid bullshit name that sounds intimidating, but really so far, the people that have gotten it, doctors are saying, like, doc doctors in South Africa were reporting that the symptoms were mild, so it's looking like this is a weaker variant, but the entire world is shutting down, the entire world is restricting people coming in and out of their country, and it's bullshit, it's bullshit. Like I said, I've been, I'm in Europe, I want to travel. Last this past summer, I went on. Uh, I went to. I went out of the, um, out of my area that I live in, to a new city or to a new country or new place, a new destination for vacation every single week in the summer, except for like two weeks where I had something going on. And now, I can't do shit. I'm stuck. The weather. If you know anything about anything in Europe, it's very dreary in the winter. It's very cold. The weather's been shit. You know, it's getting to that time where people are being forced to stay inside their homes again. And it's going to continue to damage people's mental health. I'm, I expect to see... There are so many people that broke last year during the pandemic, during the lockdowns. Where they weren't able to see family, friends. They weren't able to go out, go out and do anything because everything was shut down. It broke a lot of people. The, the lockdowns broke a lot of people last year. And they, a lot of people barely made it out. I know 
a couple people that committed suicide. And I'm not sure if it was completely 100% related. There are a lot of factors out there, but that could affect that, uh, the reasons why someone does that. But I expect there to be the, you know, the effects that we had, you know, the, the, the explosive numbers and amounts of alcoholism, drug use, spousal abuse, domestic abuse, child abuse, suicides, depression rates, anxiety rates, all that is going to be even worse than it was before this time around. Because people are getting tired. People are getting really, really tired. I'm getting tired. One thing that I was kind of getting to earlier, now where I'm living, you have to, it is mandatory to have the a bullshit digital certification to get into the movie theater, to get to sit at a restaurant, to get on a plane. Uh, some places you can't even get on a train to go to the next village without having the fucking digital pass. And I'm sick of that shit. I don't want a dumbass app that tracks everything that I do. Every time it gets scanned, I'm basically checking in with the government, checking into some database where they know every move that I'm fucking making, every restaurant I've been to, every store that I've been to, every movie theater I've been to. This is the first step towards a social credit score. Do you have the vaccine? No. Down down in the shitter 50 points or whatever. I don't know how it's going to work. But I'm not the only one who has this idea. I'm not the only one who feels this way. And I feel that I'm right. But I don't want a stupid app. I'm t- I have There's too many fucking apps. I have a stupid digital certification app that I have to have now. You go to the movie or you go to the airport. They're like, oh, you have to have your health pass app. Why the fuck do I need this shit? I'm vaccinated. I got vaccinated to, to, for, for, to make life easier so I can travel. And the, I still have to deal with this bullshit. Look at my fucking CDC card. Look and see that it has a real stamp on it. And it's not fake. The fact that you aren't able to distinguish the fake cards from the real cards is not my fucking problem. I got vaccinated. So leave me the fuck alone. Let me do my shit. Stop making me download these bullshit ass apps. I don't need a fucking digital certification QR code. Cove pass. Fuck your app. Fuck your app in the ass. I'm not getting that dumb shit. I, I told my fiance, I refuse. Everyone's like, oh, it's really easy. You go to the blah, 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 and you give them this, and you show them your passport, and you fucking hand them your left testicle, and then they give you your freedom pass. Fuck your freedom pass. Fuck your Cove pass app. I'm not getting it. I refuse to get it. And luckily, a coworker of mine, when I was ex- expressing to him my opinion on the on the app, he told me like, "Oh, actually, you, you don't technically need the app. You can go to this place, show them your CDC card, and they'll generate you a QR code. And the QR code can actually be put on a piece of paper, and you can just show them that. So that's what I'm gonna do. Cause I'm not getting your bullshit Freedom Pass app. Fuck your app. I'll have my QR code, which." QR codes probably can get hacked too, and eventually we'll have to get a tattoo on our arm or some shit that showed that we're vaccinated. We'll have to get a fucking serial number tattooed on our forearms so they can scan it and make sure that it's real. But, you know, I'm tired of that shit. No, I've. It's like beating a dead horse. The horse is beaten and broken, and I keep beating it every week talking about this shit, but it's the main thing that's going on in our lives. So. If I have something that I want to voice my opinion on, even if I've voiced it a million times, whatever, I'll do it again. 
I'll do it again and again because it's my podcast and I talk about what I want. But yeah, so Dr. Fauci, the reason I have him in the backdrop of this is because he's a scumbag. He's one of the most untrustworthy, shady characters right now for the entire planet. Nobody should trust a thing that he says. I definitely don't. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people share my opinion of distrust of Dr. Fauci. So Dr. Fauci recently has been quoted saying, uh, the fifth wave of COVID is possible if Americans shun the vaccines. And I just, I don't understand why this guy acts like he doesn't understand viruses. He's been in this business for decades. He knows that viruses don't, He especially with COVID, he knows that the virus can spread. You can get it. Anybody can get it, vaccinated or not vaccinated. And in fact, a lot of places, the ICU is mostly made up of vaccinated people. So he's acting like he, he, he keeps pushing this two different types, two different classes of people, two different classes of humans narrative, the unvaccinated and the vaccinated, and that like we should treat them differently. This is him saying without, this is, this is an innuendo from Dr. Fauci saying, you know, the fifth wave, which everyone's been, you know, everyone gets scared when they hear the, oh, the second wave, the third wave's coming through. He's invoking fear. He's fear-mongering for this fifth wave that's coming. That's going to come. You know, in 20 years, we'll be on the 25th wave because there's going to be variants and variants. This virus is not going to ever go away. It's definitely not going to go away if you try to push for 95 to 100% population vaccination. I've talked about it already. Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology, already broke it down in the Jimmy Dore podcast episode that you should all listen to if you haven't to you haven't um done so by now you should so you know that i'm not just shitting it out of my ass there's a the inventor of mrna vaccine technology explain this dr fauci is acting like this fifth wave wasn't going to come until there were unvaccinated people it was going to come it's mutating because there are so many people vaccinated it is pushing the vaccine to mutate and create a new variant that can evade this vaccine so then we have to create a new one that can better better combat this strain or this variant. And then next year it'll mutate and then we'll get a new variant. That's what's happening right now. And Dr. Fauci knows this, but for whatever reason, he wants to keep pushing the narrative that they're unvaccinated and vaccinated and we should blame all of our problems on the unvaccinated. It's, it's eerily similar to a German dictator from the 30s and 40s that separated citizens by by two classes and blamed all the problems for the german economy on one fauci's done it the media's done it you can call it a, a shitty comparison but it's they're they're extremely similar they're extremely similar fauci biden do you remember when biden said the pandemic of the unvaccinated blaming future economic turmoil and financial problems and the next wave and the COVID not going away on the unvaccinated? That's exactly what a certain dictator from the 30s and 40s, the Nationalist Socialist Party, did. So, I don't know. I mean, I wish I knew. I, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, oh, he bought a bunch of stock in Pfizer before pushing for the vaccine. I'm not going to go that far. I think that's stupid. I think that's low-hanging fruit to just be like, oh, I think he's invested in this. It's like 
H3H3. Oh, it might not have been H3H3. It was, I think it was his fans. I saw a thread. H3H3 uh, likes to dunk on Joe Rogan because it gets his shitty ass podcast more listens and streams. But when Joe Rogan got COVID and then he said he took monoclonal antibodies, NAD drip, and ivermectin to combat it. And H3H3 came out calling him a hypocrite. And he's like, oh, you're going to tell all these people to take horse medicine and all that bullshit. Someone was like, I saw one of his fans say, oh, I bet you Joe Rogan, he he filled up on all the ivermectin, all the stock for the ivermectin company. <laughs> ivermectin is a, it's, it's a, what do you call it? It's, it's not like Pfizer. It's not like Johnson and Johnson. Ivermectin is a generic drug. There is no stock for Ivermectin, but I don't want to be that guy, but I don't know what his, I don't know what his motives are. It's not to protect the people because what he's doing, it's like, oh, look, I put out this tiny forest fire with, with this, uh, with this lead fire extinguisher. I put out the fires in California with this lead fire extinguisher. Now everybody's going to get cancer from inhaling that shit. It's like, okay, cool. If at the best you pushed for a vaccine that in most cases is harmless to people who get it. And in most cases it protects people from COVID and it lessens the, the impact that COVID has if someone is to get infected. But like the other things that I stated earlier, all the other after effects, I think far outweigh the work that he's done and the, the people that he's helped with, with his bullshit. But Fauci's a Fauci's a phony. He's a phony. He he has been caught lying in in front of Congress, to Congress, to Rand Paul. He he's even done some bullshit deflection. Uh, recently, Ted Cruz was asking him, or he he was saying, uh, "Oh, Fauci should get prosecuted." He he in fact the NIH came out and said that they did in fact fund gain of function research in the Wuhan lab. And and then Fauci was like, telling me I should be prosecuted? What about you? What about the January 6th Capitol riots? And I was like, oh, that's nice. He's changing the subject to the most overhyped bullshit event, the, the Capitol riots on January 6th, instead of answering the fucking question. He's repeatedly doubled down on this lie, even though his own group has come out and ousted him as lying. But yeah, don't trust Dr. Fauci. He's... He's not to be trusted. It's, it's been shown time and time again. And the last thing I'm going to say on him is... Uh, no, that's it. That's that's all I have on my notes. That's the last thing. Um, so I did read that... I didn't know this. I know a lot of people were, were accusing the, the judge for the Rittenhouse case to be biased in favor of, of Kyle Rittenhouse... Because he, the way the lamestream media painted it is he pushed all media away from the trial. Didn't let them cover it. All he did was kick out CNN. Because CNN tried to film the jurors. I did not know this. I just learned this a couple days ago. CNN actually tried to film jurors. Obviously in an attempt to threaten them and intimidate them. Into obviously convicting Kyle Rittenhouse. Of the five charges, five or six charges against him. So, the lamestream media tried to peg this as, oh, the he's 
he's attacking the free press, he's attacking the free speech, there's something shady going on with the trial, he, he kicked out the media, he only kicked out CNN, and I don't know what kind of legal problems could arise from this, but again, you know, I hope anybody who can, who has a good chance of winning in a case, should sue CNN for anything that, that they've ever done to them or lied to them about, lied about them. I wish Joe Rogan would have done it. It would be hilarious if Joe Rogan sued CNN for like a hundred million for something like emotional distress and anxiety or whatever and won. So then scumbags like Don Lemon and that other clown, I forget his name, so they could take pay cuts because they don't deserve the, the fat paychecks that they get written to them every every two weeks or every 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 week. I don't know. So yeah, CNN, I've... Someone told me that criticizing CNN was low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to do it as long as they keep giving me fruit to, to fucking squash, to talk shit about. Fuck CNN, fuck Don Lemon, and uh, fuck that other guy, I forget his name, but he's a bitch. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was something that I thought was kind of funny. And I'm going to take this with a grain of salt, but I did read that Joe Biden has been reportedly telling his allies that he's going to run for president again in 2024. So it's funny because the 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 Democrats are in such a weird compromising spot almost because their vice president is one of the most unpopular vice presidents of all time in United States history. If she was popular it would be a no-brainer to have her run for president in 2024 because Joe Biden's mental state is clearly deteriorating. But having Joe Biden run against someone like possibly Donald Trump again, that could be a close race. It depends on how Trump does in the debates, and it depends on how the media, especially social media, whether they allow him to speak freely or not, or if they continue to have him banned. That That's going to be really interesting if Trump does run. If he runs against Ron DeSantis, if, if Ron DeSantis wins the nomination for the Republican Party, he's going to get chewed up because Ron DeSantis has done a great job handling the pandemic. He's done a great job distributing life-saving drugs in the form of monoclonal antibodies to the people in Florida that need it the most. He saved countless lives through this pandemic. He's young. He's He's enthusiastic. He's in support of a lot of things that independence a lot of independents like Ron DeSantis so it's weird it's weird to not have the the incumbent rerun for a second term it's it's only the incumbents only not ran like a couple times in presidential history so the democrats really don't have a choice they're either going to try to run Kamala Harris which they will fail, fail miserably all they have they could put me uh, they could nominate me on the Republican side and I'll be able to beat Kamala Harris. But it's going to be really fun and funny to see Joe Biden try to debate whatever young buck or Donald Trump they throw at him on the 2024 debates. So that'll be interesting to see. But as far as things that I wanted to talk about, important things I wanted to cover, that's about it. That's going to wrap it up. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I, I know I rambled a lot. I, I really rambled a lot in this episode. But I hope you got some kind of enjoyment. Some kind of sick enjoyment out of it. But stay tuned. 
Um, I'm going to plug the Scary Story narrating podcast that I've created and the other project that I'm not really going to reveal yet. But you guys can go support those if you want, or you could not. It's up to you. I don't care. Stay tuned and watch out for the next episode, which will be out next week, of course. And any kind of feedback you guys want to give me, I still have that 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 uh, that poll and that challenge that I issued to you guys the last podcast episode and the one before where I asked you guys uh, to give me some topics and some suggestions on things that you wanted me to look into and talk about and cover on the podcast. Um, anyway, stay tuned. And as always, stay safe, stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.